Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. What's up with you? What's going on? Let him know he'll prescribe you a song. Turn the volume up. I suggest you to run this live request. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Tawanda's Live Request. I am Tawanda. We are here on Zoom. Got the co-host Nick. What up, Nick? What's up, man? And we got a guest, the homie Harry Hatch. Oh shit. Or, AKA, what's your name on Twitter again? Barky Bugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what's up, bro? Thanks for doing the show, man. I appreciate it. No problem, man. Anytime, man. I'm I'm actually honored to be invited. Um, this is I think this is the real the first formal invite that I've had. So it's cool. I like it. Of course, bro. Cause you were saying like mad funny shit. I saw you tweet just mad funny shit. Like, cause the thing was was like I used to be funny on Twitter, and then something in me died. And then I was just like, I can't, I just can't do it. I just like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. But you were just like funny. And I was like, oh, this dude must have so much shit to say. So I was like, I have my podcast or something. And luckily I have this shit here. So I pre, I really appreciate you coming on this, bro. No problem, man. Anytime again, anytime, man. Yeah. Cause again, like, and everybody just not, and just to pick up a little bit the more, it's like, it's like one of my favorite follows and shit. The funniest though, the shit that really made me laugh so hard. And I'm gonna say this off the jump was like, I went to your page yesterday and I saw you had an OnlyFans for hands. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, only, <laughs> only, I gotta, I gotta plug it now. I gotta plug it. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta plug, you gotta plug it. <laughs> OnlyFans, uh, four slash hand porn in the O <laughs> zero. Yo, at first I thought it was a, I thought it was a joke, and I was like, "Yes, three hundred likes." I was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> this thing is a true." Hey man, yo, that, I, that, I, 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 I fuck with it. I fuck with it. Yeah, man. No, I uh, for whatever reason. Okay, so this is a little short story, I guess, before we get yes. into everything. Um, my mom had tried to get me into like modeling and stuff like way back when. Mm -hmm. And I guess apparently they were looking for hand models for something. And my mom's girlfriend talked her out of me being a hand model. She was like, well, how are they going to know it's his hands? And when I got older, I was like, my bank account going to know it's exactly, my hands. Exactly, bro. <laughs> that's what yeah, I was about to say. That. That's, that's, who, needs, who wants the fame of being, like, you just want to have the money. Right. right. You can just walk around with your hands in your pockets. Nobody knows who you are. Yeah, no one knows who you are. Exactly. <laughs> I, know, I know those hands. I know those hands, bro. You're you go to pay for something like, ah, excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> Remember that uh, that video of Hannibal Barres? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's you. That, that's you. <laughs> oh, oh my right. God. Imagine a hand model getting robbed because they were recognized. Like, oh, <laughs> That's the nigga with the hands. They go with the hand right. <laughs> Run that watch. Wait a minute. minute. I recognize that wrist. Oh, oh <laughs> that's fucking oh, crazy. Man, that's, that's funny. That's what's up though. Shit, that's cool, man. Yeah. Doing man. the hand model shit. Do you get manicures and shit now, or are you just like? Nah. Um. So that's something. So I'm really gonna kind of start getting into that. Like I've gotten them before, but not yeah. on the regular. Um. But the women are starting to request, Hey, I see your nails and whatnot. So I want to make yeah. sure they're right. Yeah, exactly, bro. They can't you be out here. They, they paying money. Like, you know, give them something, something to write home about. 
Exactly. But yeah, they're pay, they paying to see some shit. And like, right. that's, that's, yeah, because I have friends that have OnlyFans and they talk about like people, like people, like when they're paying, they like has very specific requests. Mm-hmm. You're just mm-hmm. like, oh, damn, I didn't expect all this. But right. Yeah. Like I, I got a request and I was like, like, and I said, yo, yeah, I'll take requests. And then I got a request and I was like, all right. <laughs> so, all right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, that's what's up, bro. Shit. I like it's funny you're talking about this shit because like I have the new I have the mic set up this way now. And as I set up the mic and I have like, you know, like a little light and all this other shit, I was like, I could start making like porn if I wanted to. <laughs> I see, I see a little setup in the back. You see the vibes, you see the vibes, you see the vibes. Like I was like, I can see it, like I can see it like in the little amateur section. Like I okay. Yeah, I was thinking about the amateur shit the other day. I was just like, I tweeted this, but I want I'll make it a joke at some point. But it's like I watched an amateur shit and I had to stop because I went to their channel and I was like, this couple just like it's just nice to see people who like found a common ground and they actually like together. And you're like, damn, these people are really in love. It's like, I have nothing. I had to like this stop. <laughs> <laughs> they were too close. They were like, you guys are having too much fun. It's too much love in this porno. Exactly. It's too much, it's too much love. You go on Twitter and Instagram and they're just like, oh, they're, they're just out doing shit. You're like, come on now. Come on, man. I want to yeah. see some fucking. I just, yeah, you got this, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're, they're bliss. They're all blissful. Watching reality <laughs> they, they, they're making they're making love. They're making <laughs> love, and you're just like I'm paying to watch this. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, because I gotta ask this question now because we don't. This is gonna be the whole podcast. What's your what's the song that's on your mind right now? Okay, so the the song that I've actually been listening to a lot, um, it is a a PJ Morton and JoJo song. Oh, um, it is called Say So. And that's that song is fire, man. <laughs> like, whoa. And it's right about now, like during the holidays, it's just a feel good song. And it just made me feel warm inside. And um, All right. that's 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 the song that I really am enjoying right now. That's what's up. Was this off his last album? Uh, I do believe so. Yeah, the last one. Yeah, I like that album a lot. And mm-hmm. um, I just like well. PJ Morton is one of the people that people I had girls be like, look like PJ Morton. I'm like, shut the fuck up. And they're just like, I see the aesthetic, and I'm like, I like the aesthetic. And so so I like I like him for that reason. But also Jojo is like one of the few white women people actually like are fine are okay with. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. niggas will defend Joe. Niggas will defend Jojo. Niggas yo, love yo, Jojo. Yo, sing her ass off. Yo, yes. Jojo be singing, man. Exactly. And it's it's wild because when I heard the song, like I immediately locked in, like yo, like I heard the the, the tone of the song and the chords it was using, where? and I was just like, yo, okay, this is this is what I like, this is what I like to hear. Where so, were you when you heard this? Uh, I I was in D.C. I was in Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. and I heard this song, and. Oof, mm. This 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 go right there. But yeah, I um I really enjoy this song and and I know I try to try to tell everybody who hasn't heard this song, I, you need to listen to this song and in this album and it just it really kind of spoke volumes to me and it just made put me in a really good place. It made me feel good. That's what's up. That's what's up. I like that. I like when people have songs where it's just like 
when it hits you, you're just like, oh, you put, it, it makes you transcend to some other shit. And you're just like, damn, this is, it just, it just connects, you just connect with it. Because mm-hmm. sonically, just get, it, sonically, all the layers just hit in different right. ways. Right. That's what music is like music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Bingo. Actually, that reminds me, something I noticed that you do a lot of that I think about a lot now too, is like, you talk about video game music a lot. Yes. And, yes. um, I see you talk about different stages and this shit like that. I really like that you like focus on that because I was playing the new Streets of Rage 4. Have you played that shit? That soundtrack is crazy. <laughs> soundtrack caught I was like, wait, what? Yes. Yes. And like I'm kind of geeking out now because like as as you may know, you follow me for a while. Streets of Rage 2 is that's been my f- favorite soundtrack for a while. Like Yeah, I can see that. Uh, like okay so delving off into video game music sonic adventure 2 is if we're being honest is probably the greatest video game soundtrack ever um i don't know if you've played sonic adventure 2 but if Ah, you haven't can you uh, explain why explain to me why why okay why sonic adventure 2 yeah like what 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 is what is what is what is it what is it that makes it sonic adventure 2 is groundbreaking because it it put real voices and real it, it kind of almost gave the characters that real person feel like for example um knuckles is a is a rapper on the soundtrack he raps his background stages oh wow um, and when i heard that i was like yo why yo okay first off why is this why is this echidna going so hard in a children's game like this man is spitting like but it was it was crazy because even the uh the sonic stages and the other stages the uh the rouge stages the rouge stages have like some jazz type thing going Mm. on man it's great and it just it's all encompassing it's not just one genre it's rock it's jazz it's rap it's it, it was just it, everything meshed well together like that's it gave you everything yeah yeah i like i like that uh, that's cool i'm gonna check i'm gonna check that out because i like when games care about the soundtrack like that mm-hmm. and you mentioned sonic adventure you mentioned sonic and i'm getting the vibe like all right we're all in our 30s here do you remember when knuckles first dropped yeah sonic that was knuckles talking about we were, everyone was just like who the f- what we didn't know what it was you know <laughs> what he right. was right I remember the cover. It was like a yin yang, and it was half Sonic, half Knuckles. I was like, "Oh, yes. shit. They just added a yes. black character to the game. That's yes, why that's like, all. Yo, <laughs> yes, yes. Did you, did you, there's a tweet. There's a tweet today that said, uh, "What's not black but feels black?" <laughs> Somebody said, someone said, <laughs> "Knuckles the Echidna." Knuckles was a nigga, bro. For real. <laughs> Knuckles was just about his. He just wanted. He just wanted his jewels. Like, I just want my jewels, mm-hmm. and I'm gone. I don't care about this shit. I don't right. care, bro. But tails, don't, all tails, don't touch me. Just give, tails, me, the, just give me, me the emerald and I'll be out. Exactly. I'm out, bro. Oh, another soundtrack. I remember this. I heard this, what, like 15, 20, maybe even yeah, 20, 25 years ago. I heard this maybe two or three times and it stayed in my head. And when you talk about soundtracks, I always think about it. So with beat-em-ups, right? Beat-em-ups always had good soundtracks to me. But there was, uh, what you call it, uh, Spider-Man and Venom Separation Anxiety, right? Which was a game basically like you had to fight Carnage, but there was that one that was for Sega. But then Super Nintendo had Maximum Carnage, and that soundtrack was it was pretty much the same game, but 
but that soundtrack was infinitely better and i can i remember like hearing that and being like what like, it made i felt like what i was doing was important Ooh, okay you know what that's making me i might and see usually i like to play the game when i hear the soundtrack but like i'll go and listen to the soundtrack so i don't know if i'll be able to play this game so i'm just gonna go listen to it and i'll report back and let you know what i think like all right back like because man super nintendo people sleep on that on that hardware to me personally i feel like super nintendo out of the older consoles like that what would you what would you put super nintendo at well it's got to be second generation because i think that's yeah that's it might be all right honestly if we're gonna because we're gonna we're gonna geek out i've already already said this this is this this is the pot i like I, I, i like this shit um yo can you play juicy nick just because like we're going back we're going back to this era so like i think because i think atari would count as first gen right i'd call atari first gen okay okay then after that was nintendo just generic nintendo that call i i would personally call super nintendo's third gen because it was like super nintendo then it was sega then if you had money, you had the Jaguar. Niggas of, niggas yeah, of, I didn't have Jaguar. <laughs> no, 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 no. That, that was like one rich kid you might have gone to school with that she was cool with, kind of. <laughs> and you saw, and like, you went to his house one time, like, yeah, Jaguar. And he's like, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. So now he's playing the same games, but they're faster. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, that, that was a perfect example. <laughs> yeah, that, that that that's what that's what that's what had to, that's what the Jaguar. Real niggas gonna have Jaguars, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, I always saw it on yeah. those console, like the pictures, or like from my years and shit. But I never, ever, I don't honestly, I don't think I've ever played Jaguar. I just heard of it. Um, me either. It's like I think I think about this one, like, like you know, when you you look at products, you're like I can't afford that. Like, that's that's well above my means. That I think seeing a Jaguar was the first time in my mind I was like, that's above my. At five years old, I was like, I can't afford that. Like I don't live. Like I, I, I understood. I understood money. Like I can't afford a Jaguar. My parents can't afford that. Not in the sense of like, I didn't have money, but it's just like the lifestyle necessary to have that. We don't have. We don't live that life. Right. Because I'm not in a place where you can buy. Because to buy Jaguar, to buy Jaguar games, they weren't selling them shits at like Toys R Us. Toys R Us had the Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. That was it. You, you had to go to a special place to get Jaguar shit, bro. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> had to go on a quest to find yeah, it's, 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 it's you had to, bro. You had to play a video game in real life to get the video game. System. Right, right. <laughs> and then you come back to the hood and say you live in the hood or whatever. And your niggas come, niggas come over to see you got a Jaguar. They're making assumptions like, oh, this nigga got money. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like I remember, I was the first in the hood to have a Sega Saturn, and that was just a Sega Saturn. But it was, niggas was like, oh, we got a Sega. Saturn, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this nigga got money, money, yeah. <laughs> now she just goes, now she just goes missing because everyone assumes you got it, and it's just like, right. But yeah, man, I um, what was I? I was I was actually getting getting really back into uh video game soundtracks. I was looking at uh, I was building a playlist on SoundCloud, and uh, I'll yeah. send it to you guys. Yeah, where um. But uh, but yeah, it's just all the Mega Man soundtrack, Street Fighter, uh, all I mean, new games that you probably never even heard of. Like it was stuff I'd never heard of, but I was like, oh man, this is fire! Put it on the list, and it's it's just been built from the ground up, and it's just it's just all encompassing. 
That's what's up. Have you played Death Stranded? I have not. Is the is it? I've heard it. I've heard good things, but I've not. It's all right. If I explain what it is, it's gonna sound bad. (laughs) It sounds like the worst game I've. It sounds you're like, why the fuck would ever play that? But it's just the atmosphere also, and the soundtrack. The way the soundtrack works is like every song that starts and how they start is like. It's like the acapella version first. Like, you remember how, like, Belly started with the acapella version of, uh, what's, oh, that En Vogue song? Yeah. Every song on this soundtrack, every song on this game has that same kind of start. Oh. And, it hit, and it hit, like, it's like, it, it's always like, you unlock new songs when you get to new, pl- you get to new places. So you walk, you walk up, up this field or whatever. You see how vast oh, this field is. So it's dynamic. So it's, it's dynamic. dynamic. Oh, okay. Okay. It's one of those shits. So it's like, I like that. That's what game where I feel like the soundtrack really made the game what it was. Because there's some games you can just mute the shit and just play it regular. Mm-hmm. Some games that like, you have to hear the music to get in, mm. to get into the shit. And that's how I felt about uh, Grand Theft Auto V. Grand Theft Auto V has to, because I haven't played Death Stranding. If I play it, in, in my opinion may change, but. <clears throat> Grand Theft Auto V has the best dynamic score that I have ever heard in a game that I've played. Mm. Oh man, let me get in. Let me try to explain how I feel about Grand Theft Auto V. Because I just beat this. I just beat Grand Theft Auto V like a, a month ago. So I'm very, like, I'm, this is still very fresh in my mind. Bruh. When you are getting chased by the police, you feel. Like you are getting chased by the police when that initial first wave, like when you got about one, when you got maybe one or two stars, and that music starts up, that like that's thing, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know what you're talking about, I know, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and it's like, it's like, oh shit, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me. I mean, try to find somewhere to hide. Like you really exactly. actually, you kind of start to feel just a little bit anxious because it's like, okay, these niggas is actually after me. Like it's, it's like it's not a game right now. Like, but the way that they did each chase because and the music's never the same. Again, it's dynamic. So oh, yeah. you get you might get in a chase on this side of town and it'll give you one one theme, but then you're over here by the by the port. And you got an entirely different theme and, and they're both hitting. It doesn't matter where the music starts. It just puts you right into the experience yeah, that you exactly. are within the game. And I, I can't I can't rave about it enough. I mean, when the, this game has been what's it's been seven years. Yeah, it's been this game came out in 2013. I remember where I was. I took off work to go get this. Game. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. Yo. <laughs> like i didn't go to work and it was like i was playing the game i was like yo like this game is fire and the music just added to it like that first opening scene uh uh with michael and trevor and the un- unknown oh, dude i don't do that that the heist the heist shit and like yeah you know, like the heist the, mu- yep. the music oh my god like it dropped you right into the action and that music was top notch and that it made me go out. I started looking for who, who did this music. Who did this? And it put the out. The alchemist was on it. Oh wow! Um, yeah, the alchemist uh, helped produce music from GTA Five along with uh, another group called Tangerine Dream. Mm. Um, 
they like the tangerine dream sound is very very prevalent in the music like when you if you go google or not even google if you like go listen to spotify or something and just put on tangerine dream you're gonna be like oh yeah this does kind of sound like gta yeah, but, uh, but, but i'll do that right now i'll do that right now keep but keep going keep going because I'm, I'm, yeah um matter of fact let me let me make sure let me, let me tell you the right song to play that way, oh, yeah exactly i love when um, that happens um yeah man these these dudes they make some some different stuff. All right, here we go. Um, so okay. Um, the song from uh, GTA that really really uh, gets me going is um, "You Forget a Thousand Things." Mm. I'm reading about them now. I didn't realize they were they've been active since 1967. Yeah, they for a minute. Like a minute. And when they linked up with um it was was it Woody Woody Jackson and the Alchemist and mm-hmm. they they create they created a hit, man. Like they really put their foot into the GTA 5 soundtrack. That's what's up. Yeah, I'm reading about them right now. That's that's crazy. Mm. I'm just trying to sit yeah. back and I'm, I'm I, I can kind of feel the GTA vibes from this, and I'm thinking about GTA right now. I'm sorry, like my favorite GTA was always San Andreas, just for that intro music. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah yo. And yeah. then I remember I found I remember I found out that the intro, the guy who played CJ was actually a rapper in real life, and he oh, act he. Oh, wow. And he dropped a freestyle over that intro of him describing CJ's whole life in GTA. And it's so fun. It was the that was that was like my MySpace song for maybe like six months. Oh wow. I'm not, I gotta go listen to it now. I gotta it. I was like, oh it, it was cause if you because I remember you play the shit, you beat the shit, and you hear CJ just like rapping about what you did. It's like it sounded so it was so cool. And yeah, this it's I hear, I hear it, 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 I hear it. Yeah, yeah. This is the loading music. This is the loading music. This is the loading music, bro. Oh, I hear that. This is the you're sitting there waiting. You're watching the game go from like zero to like five. You're sitting there just worried about what's going to happen. The installation's happening. You just get dropped in. You're like, you got to rob a bank. Yeah, exactly. Yo, it's crazy. Like, it's so. The, like the the way that they built the tension into the music is just incredible and I love it and I I really feel like it, I, I don't know if they won any awards or anything for this let's find out but if there is an award for this I hope they won it I think that I think they should there, there's definitely awards for there's definitely awards for music for video game music now there's video game awards so there has to be yeah uh there's discography references history concert updates that's annoying okay grand theft auto 5 we're gonna go down to legacy they don't have it there all i have is controversies and stuff like that oh, it's weird man. how like grand theft auto and rockstar they put in so much work but it's just like it's always known for like these games are just violent right like they put they put 
so like, much detail into their games. It's in it's crazy. They had fake exactly, commercials on right. the radio. You said what? Say it again. They put fake commercials on the radio, like they the radio. Oh, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they they have like the production uh, for the game is incredible like like you said they put fake commercials on the radio and they sound like real commercials you know obviously mm -hmm. however outlandish it might be but it sounds like a real commercial right. you can watch t you can watch actual tv shows you can watch tv shows they made up mm -hmm. <laughs> Have, uh, <laughs> it's yo it's so crazy it's to the point that i've been watching this there's this dude on uh youtube he has he has this page called Prem's Hood Cinema, right? Which is one of my favorite pages ever. It's just him watching her movies and just like, what the fuck is that? But like, he pointed out that there are some NPCs that their outfits are based off of niggas in hood movies. Like, there's a nigga, oh, in, wow. and there's a nigga in San Andreas who's dressed just like Cuba Gooden Jr. in uh in Boys and Us. <laughs> literally, 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 like you remember that that shirt he has when he goes to the cookout? Like you like it? Yeah. It's the, it, it, it's a dude that's dressed just like that. <laughs> <laughs> See, yo, it's stuff like that that like renews my because sometimes I really kind of lose faith in gaming because now yeah. they're rushing games to to market. You're getting half games and you got to pay another $60 to get the rest of the game and downloads and whatever. And I feel like people have gotten away from the story and away from putting things into the game that add to the story. Like, for example, like you said, the dude, like we, I, I would have never known that, but just to know that there's somebody in San Andreas that's dressed exactly like Cuba Gooding Jr. and Boys to the Hood, Boys in the Hood, like that's hilarious, yeah, and it really, you know, like you said, it puts it, it, it that that's fire to me. That that's in games, like that's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's minute details that people aren't gonna notice, but the, but if you notice it, it makes it feel more real. Like I just right, had this right. thought. I just had this thought. Would be really funny. That, they would never do this, but if they had like gospel music, a gospel music station in San Andre in like in, G, in, in GTA. <laughs> oh no, no, no! Okay, we're gonna take. We're gonna take. I, we're gonna take I, well, because look, because look, I can already, I can already hear the yeah, evangelical preacher like mm -hmm. on the station. Like, <laughs> oh wait, so we have, we have, I'm sorry to cut you off, but Nick, please, can you be Kurt Franklin in GTA? <laughs> Doing a paid commercial. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, welcome to San Andreas Gospel 305. Thank you so much for listening. I just want to give a quick prayer for CJ who's out on a mission. May the Lord guide his Glock. <laughs> Bust those shots in the name of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, I know y'all think about the tweet. I know y'all. Yes, yes, exactly. Yo, the next, the next GTA should be Kurt Franklin, bro. 
he should be the next. He should be the next. It's just guy. him and God's property. He's got to <laughs> get God's property back from Fred Hammond. <laughs> oh, because Fred, Fred, Fred Hammond is big smoke. <laughs> See, Kirk, I, I, you brought that gun, but you're never going to shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm crying for real. Oh, I'm sorry so much. Oh, I'm so much. Oh, my God. How come they don't have any gospel video games? That is a a deficit in the the market. Yo, wow. I never thought about that. If you think about about Jesus' life, if anyone needs a video game, it's that that man. Yeah. He can walk on water. He have powers. He have powers, yeah. (laughs) You get an extra heart, so you turn the water into wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, God, he, multiple lies. He died, came back. Multiple <laughs> exactly. lies. Right, like, this is the last save point before the New Testament. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be dope and shit. Then it's like you can, like, you can, you can also have like a creative player, like two K, like created Jesus. <laughs> Create a savior. I wanted to have arms like Vishnu, but like the hair like Jesus. That's oh, my God. Be, oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's combining all religions. Yeah. Oh my goodness. The Buddha belly, because that's you get the power up when you attack. So like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's for, yeah. So that's like E Honda. <laughs> yeah, yo, you ever played um, Death Game Fight for New York? Yeah, yeah. So he, he blocked like Fat Joe. Just took his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to cut this out. This is a pretty good idea. Oh yeah, someone, someone's gonna, someone's gonna, someone's gonna yeah, steal this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, I didn't want to. I didn't want to talk about music right now. That shit is so fucking. Wow. That yo, that yo. See, this is okay. So now. Okay, like I understood podcasts, but yeah. I'd never been on one. So n- now I I get it. Like I get it. Like it's like it, you would just bouncing off one another. So it's oh, like, 100%. Yeah. You bounce yeah. off. But then what you also do and anybody else is listening who's like wants to start a podcast of your own. A big thing is always to have like a format because you can laugh and talk shit and that's cool. But it's just like the format keeps it all together like that's why it's the music based thing where we talk about your favorite song and then we then we move on to the next segment which would be which would be me asking you what's going on in your life okay um so right now um i'm just working uh i work work two jobs Mm. um so i'm still in the field right now during a pandemic yes yeah um and it's just day to day of trying to balance being by myself and still seeing other people and not going insane Mm. because like we're not we're we can't be out at clubs we're not well we're not supposed to be but you you know how that goes you see what people are doing yeah see that you you i understand living your life but you ain't gonna have no life to live if you keep going to the club. Like it's just that's just what it is. It sounds cliche, it sounds dumb, but literally, 
that is how you are going to to catch COVID if you keep going to the club. So I'm just trying to distance and keep my sanity by like, I'm not going to sit here and say that I haven't visited people, but it'll be one. It'll just be one me and one or two other people off in a room. Like it's not, I'm not out here having a party. I'm not attending a club people. Yo, son, people really be going to the club, packing the club out and then wondering why they lung is finna fall out the side of their back. <laughs> exactly. Like it don't it don't compute. Because uh, I think that shit. I've been I've been watching that shit, and I've been thinking the same shit. Like, how can you still go out and do shit? And I realized for a lot of people, the issue is that like they don't live life with uh, I don't want to say identity, but they just don't. They don't. They don't know who they are at their cores. Because I feel like. And this is in our society, we're taught like you go to school and then after school, you get a job. And after you get a job, you just work. And then on weekends, you can turn up and do whatever the fuck you want. And you discover who you are there. But on the weekends, like, hey, go to this club, get, get this drink. You can fuck this girl. It's still like you, your, your life is still dictated by outside forces and shit. And right. I think that people like when you when people lost that, like they lost. You can't go to the club. You can't do this. You can't do that. And they didn't know. They didn't know who the fuck they were. And now instead of being like, oh, I'm like, maybe I'm maybe I'm depressed about this. Maybe no, they're just like, I need to get back out there and be myself again because their identity is tied in the shit they used to do. But now you're gonna oh, it's like, oof. but yeah, this but now nigga, this nigga spin. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling, you, no, I'm telling you, this is like this is the shit. Uh because I know I feel it. We all we all go through that shit. We have idea, we have actions that we define our identity in like oh that's that's so-and-so they go out and they fuck mad bitches that's so-and-so that's 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 the stoner nigga or that's the nigga that's always working it's like we have those are identities but in reality those are just perceptions that we're told is who we are we don't even like i, I read this in the book the other day that's been, been blowing my mind i've said it like a thousand times but it's just like we don't know who we are we know the idea of who we are because we created the idea of who we are, but who we really are is not in our thoughts, but it's in it's like in our actions and our subconscious. That's where we that's where the real us lies. Because everything else is just like what you put to yourself. Like I'm a rich nigga because you have money, but what does money mean? Or whatever. Like what it could be, it could be anything. So it's just like we don't know who we are, and we don't know who you are for real. You're like you're easily swayed in different spaces. So now I'm gonna go to the club and just drown out this insecurity that i don't understand so people do that shit but i know the opposite end of it where it's just like you're in the house you're trying you're, you're doing the you're doing the right thing basically what i've heard from you is like it's covid season i'm in the house i'm working i'm trying to do the right shit and it bothers me that people are all doing their shit and i'm not saying i'm better than you but i'm saying like i have shit i need to do find your own shit and i think about an artist that is very much like about himself, who isolates himself, who does weird shit on his own a lot. Uh, I say Drake because Drake's just like you know Scorpio weird nigga who's like always by himself. Like he like he has people around him, but it, it's, it's always his terms. He's not going out like that. He's in the house. So the album I've been listening to a lot lately is uh, nothing was the same. So Nick, can you play "Come Through"? No, no. Fur- furthest thing, furthest thing, furthest thing. Off nothing was the same. That's a good song for just being like, I'm doing my thing on my own. Sure, like, I got some shit going on. That's like, you know, I'm not, you know, I, I might have people come over from time, like a couple people come over from time to time. I might have a girl come with you from time to time, but it's like, I'm still like, I'm staying low key. This song is about low key, being low key, but you're like, 
but you're still you're working towards something because you're working two jobs because you're trying to do something something yeah exactly you're trying like i have i have goals in mind and sometimes you don't even know what the goal is but i'm trying to do i'm trying to do something big right and i can't explain what that is so why aren't you going outside i can't because i'm working what are you working on something bro i don't know but it's just like i have i have, I have a purpose i don't know what that purpose is no i i get it 100 and it's it's wild because i kind of know what my purpose is but now it's how do i get there like and you know what it's maybe not even the how but it's a combination of how and when because hmm. it's not if it's when yeah you're on the right you're on the right path right there then man so once you stop once you stop believing if and start believing when then it's just like you just gotta that's just putting the work in and then sure like the pay like the idea of just like patience and all that becomes you know patience becomes more valuable in that period but still it's like it's better to know that you can do it right right that's all i got that's all that's all you gotta know but yeah i um i just i try to you know i try to again i try to balance social with with work and it's i'm going to work six days a week like mm. i literally literally the only day that i have to myself is saturday mm. and i end up just i'm just i be in the house like i don't i don't do like i might go to the car wash you know or i might you know if i really need to i might go go to the grocery store but i be in the house and i'm legit starting to kind of go it's slowly insane because it's like we <laughs> this year was supposed to be the year of holidays and weekends and everything yeah it was everything fell perfectly on the day that it was supposed to and then it was taken away from us and it that, that, that's bothering a lot of people like i mean you mm -hmm. see these people you see these people you know going they protesting at capitals and whatnot yeah. guns all in people's faces like it's my civil liberties yeah like, bro because, yeah. it's it's a virus <laughs> yeah so it's like the viruses don't care you think corona said that like oh these niggas corona's like oh these niggas is mad oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, oh, I thought it was cool i thought it was cool my fault i didn't know those were your rights you know what? oh my god it's your right <laughs> Let me get out of here. It's in the Constitution? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what? The, the tooch? Oh, I got it. The tooch? Well, you know, we're going to get up on out of here, player. <laughs> you know you right. you right. you right. Everybody, we leaving. Come on. Come on. Come on, guys. Guys. Hey, I just want to say um, I'm sorry for all the shit we did. Also, your grandma was great. All right. Now, let's, let's like. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens, right. bro. <laughs> this is why I can't. This is why. This is why I can't like tweet the way I used to anymore. Because I'd say that. I'm like, what the fuck is your problem? My grandma. Yeah, yeah. So yo, yo, yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, My grandma's yo. actually dead. Like, I, like I'm not. Like, I'm not. I'm not even going front. Like, a lot of like, yes, there are still people that tweet wild. Like, I ain't going front. I'm, pro I'm probably one of them. But as a whole. 
like the the stuff that used to fly from like 2010 2011 all the way up to like 2014 15 that ain't flying you you, you ain't getting away with that no more they're gonna get you out of here bro so i remember it reminds me of um I watched this documentary back in the day. Nick probably seen it. It's called I Am Comic, right? You ever see that shit? Because mm-hmm. when you first start comedy, you're just like, everyone's watching documentaries all the fucking time. Like, I got, but it's mostly just like comics is jerking themselves off. But there's this one dude who was like, he was a comic back in the 80s and he got to HBO. He did a couple sets. He was doing good. Then he quit. And then he came back in like 2009. Old dudes, he's like, he's like, I'll show you all the comics. I know he's like, all these comics are my friends. I'll, introduce everybody blah 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 and i was just doing that he's like i gotta go do stand-up again and he goes up to do stand-up again and like his second joke is just super racist and he sees one woman's face like what the fuck and everyone's like you can't say that he's like what back when i start you could listen you could do this so now it's like that's what twitter's become like if you stopped tweeting in 2014 and came back today so you can't dude you can't you can't say that <laughs> I was just thinking about this. I'm glad the jackass is gone because I'd hate for them to be around doing like woke stunts and shit. Like they couldn't do any of the shit that they used to do. Hey, this is Johnny Knoxville and this is the Blackface Matter stunt. What? No. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. Hi, my name is This is the trans awareness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yo, my God. God. For real, though. Like it's crazy. Like, because like they. Like they was getting knocked out before, but you really might get knocked out. <laughs> oh yeah, you get beat right. the fuck up. Right, hi, I'm Chris Pontius. This is the Richard Spencer stunt. Oh <laughs> no, bro. And that's what like, and that's the thing I think about too. With like, with Twitter being more woke or whatever, people are at it. But to me, I'm just like, it's not that it's more woke. It's just that we we hear from everybody now. Because right. before, like, that's how comedy works. Like you back mm-hmm. in the day. People used to make jokes about Asian people and talk about their eyes and their accents because they're making it to jokes to non-Asian, to non, like to white people. Everyone was laughing at that shit. And Asians were just like, yeah, we don't like this. We never like this. Stop doing it. And everyone's like, I didn't know. It's like, no, we always thought it was bad. Just didn't do it in front of us. Now, Twitter is like, if you say things about anybody, that person's going to see it and they have every right to be upset. That is true. That is very true. And so it's just like, I... And also, if you want to say that, that's why I say if you want to say some shit, do stand up instead. And in stand up, you can talk your way and build the context you want to build to a joke you want to make. And if it doesn't work when you try it, then then it's not fucking funny. It's not gonna be a good tweet. Just that's why, like, I said the thing about somebody's grandma growing up killing somebody's grandma. It's funny because I said it in context. But if I just tweeted that shit, it'd be fucking right. outrageous, right? Because. Like I feel like when people say offensive shit online, I'm just like, you're just cutting the middleman out. The hard part is figuring out how to say this in an eloquent, good way. Mm-hmm. But you're just I saying agree. wild shit to say wild shit. And it's like, I get it because I say wild shit to say wild shit. And then people I know, people I know and respect it, would come at me like, yo, you can't, little, why'd you say that? <laughs> Dog, <laughs> you're, you're wilding, dude. <laughs> bro, people on Twitter, I used, to say, I used to say crazy shit on Twitter. People used to tweet at me. People, I used to get roasted. Like, like, yo, what the fuck is your problem? Stop doing that. I got put on a top 10 dumbest tweets list on World Star Hip Hop at the time. I swear <laughs> oh, to God. Shit. Oh, wow. Yo, I made a I made a joke. I made a joke once and I used the word rape and somebody who I really respect sent me a DM. He's like, "Hey, you don't need to say that." 
And I was wow. like, oh my God, I feel, I felt so terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but, but I was like, but I was like, you know what? I learned, I learned from that. So that's, that's why I'm just like, don't say wild shit, bro. Cause you might hurt, you might hurt somebody. You hurt somebody that you don't want to hurt. Yeah. And, and honestly, I'm going to be real. Like the, I had to learn over the years what what the line was like because obviously you see i still be saying wild stuff you say you say you say you say you say a lot you say a lot of shit (laughs) but you see i guess i'm i'm still here after 10 11 years like i haven't gotten suspended so it's like exactly you got to learn and it's not even it's not even so much that you're playing the game but it's like you learn like hey like that that's not okay to say that. Like you can't yeah, say that. Exactly. Like, so you can't you can't say that. And sometimes it's just like I think the reason that people like why you like you're, you can still say wild shit because like people know your intent. That's true. Like you like because I remember a couple weeks back this was so stupid. It was like when the niggas was like you was painting into women and shit. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I remember people said that shit, and I'm just like. I don't think you guys realize that, like, with the same energy you say wild shit, you have to use that same energy to say positive shit. Bingo. You gotta do that shit. And on top of that, it's just like, I this is like I, on the on the podcast, I used to do this thing where I, like, like last year, I would just trash white women so heavily. I would just tra- I was just trashing them. And then I said one day, I'm only doing this because it's just like I feel like prog because for a long time, I feel like black women were black women were like punched down on so often. So to build balance, I have to build black women up and tear white women down to build balance. That's how you build balance and shit. And I feel like what you're doing is like, you might say some reckless shit about this thing, but on you're talking about something that's been punched down so much that you're like, I'm building this other side up. Does that make sense? Like yeah, you're, yeah, you're trying to, you're, 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 you have, you have, you have to have balance. You can't just be like, I'm the nigga that says crazy shit. That's never positive. That's fucking right. You're, you're an asshole. You are right. It's like this is the chaotic evil like that we don't need. Like, yeah. but at the same time, I do feel like because I have so many followers off saying why, because that's the only reason I have so many because I was saying wow, like, and the, the the bark tweet. That's probably why I have so that many was, followers. That was fun. That was that was a fun. That was but that oh, was but that, that was a time. But that was but that what that was dope because it was just like. Somebody made a joke about you and you rolled with it. That dog like that. Honestly, I think that that tweet, that joke and that tweet changed the trajectory of my life. Yeah. Good. Like and that that's how crazy Twitter is. Yeah. No, Twitter made a Twitter made somebody president. (laughs) Yeah, we can't. Like, as, like we can all be like we're above social media and shit. But as we all become, as we all are being shuttered, as literally the world is telling us to stay the fuck in the house, social media is becoming what life really is. We are living our lives yeah. online, so it's just That's like true. So when I say like when you put energy out and you re- and it's reciprocated and it comes back to you. You just you're great, like and you do good shit. You should be grateful for that shit, no matter where it's coming from. So All it's right. just like the fact that you say that changed it changed the trajectory of your life and shit. That's a good thing. Cause I'm pr- I'm pretty sure probably it's like you probably saw outlets and things you that you never thought you could have done because of that shit. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I ended up meeting people and getting follows from people I never would have talked to or seen. Yeah, like, 
and like it's just lifelong friends like people that i never probably would have never met if i hadn't tweeted that that dude that hadn't made that joke and i didn't laugh at it and didn't tweet it like so it happened in 2014 it was like december it was like it was like yeah it was like the holiday it was like yeah. december and then I remembered it in like the summertime of like 2015. So I just tweeted it, you know, whatever. And it blew up. I mean, it it blew up. And uh even now, people still like that's just what I'm known for on the on the internet. Like whatever. Yeah. Like I needs me, oh yeah, he likes knives and whatnot. No, that's the nigga that like looks like he barks at people. Yeah, that's that's that that was that. And the funny that's thing just is what it is. And the great the greatest part about rolling with the joke, this is honest, this sometimes it's petty, but it's like I don't know the person I don't remember the person who said it. I remember you rolling with it, but I don't remember who said it. And it's wild because it's funny. I actually follow the person who said it. They left the timeline for a while. Like they were gone. And then one day they just came back. Like nothing happened. It's like it just came back. Like and they they have they, they literally have less than 500 followers. Like they there's not a big account. Yeah. Like, at all. But we still talk like it's still cool. Joke. Yeah. Exactly. Like, whatever. You have you have to have a sense of humor about yourself and be able to laugh and not take yourself too fucking serious. Right. Some people take themselves so goddamn serious, and it's just like now I got to make fun of you because you were you're getting so- <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, now I got to really roast you. Yeah. But it's like, and it's also like, but then again, I'm biased because like my name is fucking Tawanda. Like I have to have a, I, I got to be able to laugh at myself. It'd be crazy if I didn't. It'd be fucking right, right. right. My name is Tawanda. I have tattoos of different cartoons. Like, what the fuck do you expect? Come on now, bro. But yeah, man, I, you know, I just, I learn like, exactly. You got to roll with the punches. Like, if it's funny, it's funny. Like, if it's funny, I'm going to laugh. Like, I'm not, I'm not here to hate or, yeah. or, you know, put you down. Like, okay, you tried to joke on me. If it's not funny, I'm going to roast you. Yeah. But if it's funny, I'm going to laugh. Trying to think, I'm trying to think of an artist that has humility like that, that can laugh at themselves like that. I'm trying to think, because some artists they try to do that, but their egos are very, very. Their egos are so sensitive that like you can tell they're not happy that people are laughing at them. Yeah, that's true. Some people that's that's Chance the Rapper when they that dude made that. And then Chance Chance tweeted about it like three days later. It's like, all right, we know we know you saw it. You know you saw it the minute it happened. Exactly. (laughs) You spent one day trying to get him. You spent one day trying to get that guy killed and realized you couldn't do it. (laughs) So another day, just mad. And then third day, like, oh, that was so funny. No, it wasn't. You didn't think that was funny. (laughs) I'm trying to think of somebody who can laugh at themselves because I want to play some of their music. That energy is going to be. I don't want to say like, I'm going to say Drake again, but Drake only can laugh at himself because he's at the top. That's mm. true. But I don't know because I don't. I just played. We just played a Drake song. I'm not going to keep playing Drake songs. That's you not, know you know whose music I always felt like he could laugh at himself. Yeah, uh, Ludacris. Oh, for yes. Sure. Yeah, for sure. I always felt like Ludacris could laugh at himself. Um, his albums always had me cracking up his skits are amazing <laughs> yo like 
you remember the word of mouse get where the nigga yes. gets like go to sleep. No, go to sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that shit scared the show. That shit used to scare the shit. Yo, can you can you play that? Is it, is it, is it, is it at the beginning of go to sleep? It's somebody called go to sleep ho. But that fucking intro was the scariest shit. Yo, that yo, all your okay. So I I think my favorite It's a song before that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 So my favorite uh, skit off that album. Yo, we listen to someone die. <laughs> Somebody's dying <laughs> on a ludicrous album. So, like, this is the part where I'm gonna murder somebody. And then yeah, I'm yep. thinking about yep. it in the next track. <laughs> and two chances in the back somewhere, like <laughs> piece of shit. But yeah, man. Like, what was your, what was your, what was your favorite skit? Your favorite, your favorite skit? Um, my favorite one was pro- see, it's a tie. It's a tie between um white people's greatest hits. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Right, right, right. That was so funny. And uh, the rent a car. Uh, oh car. yeah, yeah. Second chance. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that shit was so funny. Right? So yo, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. So he picks up the phone. So what's up? <laughs> mom, mama, mom, mom. Where's my chain at? He had my chain. And give your brother back his chain. Who, who the hell car my driveway? <laughs> oh my yo. They yeah, man. It, he really um I feel like he put time and effort into his skits. He did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of rappers. Their ego, they, like they thought, like their skits could be like just them being them, and it'd be fine. No. And as Luda is like, I have to be. Luda was like, so he was larger than life. I also feel like maybe I'm wrong for saying this, but I feel like Luda to me as like a young, like was like the black Eminem for me as like you know like an adolescent in the sense of like he was just like like I listen to I listen to his, I listen to his albums okay. now. Okay. Okay, listen, I listen. feel you know what I I think I see where you're going with this, and I can almost I, I feel like I want to agree because this nigga Luda would say anything, anything yo, yeah, said anything he wanted, <laughs> but it was but he was also like, but he was also like Eminem was also super cartoony. Ludacris was a hella cartoony. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and I think that's what I meant. Like that's what I wanted along the lines of when he was saying anything. Like like you said, like you put it in better words, cartoony, very yeah. animated, and it was like that whole what was that? Uh, 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 real was real slim shade. Real Slim Shady is that the song? Chick Chick is Slim Shady. Is that Shady. the song? Uh, I'm some say I'm Slim Shady. Yes, I'm the yeah. That's it. Yeah. No. Okay. No. Not that hi. Song. My no. My name is Hi. My name yes, is what? That yeah. one. Mm-hmm. That song. I feel like it was extremely animated. It so was. like, if you're if we wanted to compare that, then like Luda's like uh, uh, move or um, in terms of it's animation. Uh, what's that song? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, oh my god, we're in the club and the midget on my chain. 
Oh, uh, not move. Stand up. Move, just like um, that. Stand up, yeah. Stand up, yeah. Stand up. That yeah. video was animated. Fucking Southern has Southern has fatality, right? There's a part of that video he's upside down. He's referencing that movie Drop Dead Fred, which is the most like obscure <laughs> kids movie. It's wow. like half kids, half adult, but still it was like Luda was like animated, but it wasn't as angry. Right. That's, Eminem was like yeah, yeah. animated, like the, the singles are animated, and he's like, psych, here's the album's about. You fucking bought this, you piece of shit. I'm gonna rate my mom <laughs> on the intro. And you're just like, God damn. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ludacris yeah. Ludacris is just like, hey, I shoot people. Here are my friends. They shoot people too. I fuck bitches sometimes. And it's just like it's it's let it's let the stakes weren't as high. Like you could go to right. sleep. I remember one time I slept listening to like I was just listening to albums where I was sleeping. And then the song Kim started playing in my sleep. And I'm like, what? And I remember I woke up and was like, what the fuck is this? Because that song is just Eminem rapping him. Kill- is, he's rapping as him and his and his uh, baby's mom. And he's killing. He's literally killing her. And she's begging for his life. And <laughs> like, and it's not like the her. fact that like you woke up to that is what's killing me right now. Like, yo, <laughs> like, what? I was like, what the? F-? I was like, yo, like if I was if I was a parent and I found a slim, I found an Eminem album in in the house, I'd lose my goddamn. Like, don't listen to, don't listen to this. <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. I We're going to church now. Exactly. A little album. You're like a little album. Like, Let me sit you down. Okay. Like you don't. You don't call them your hoes or bitches. Like hey, that's a talk, but as the MM album, you're like, you listen, like you break, you snap that in half. Yeah, it's like, yeah, they can never. <laughs> no, yeah, you need to send a message quickly. Yeah, you need to send a message. Like, found, my dad found uh, like CDs and stuff like secular music. We I grew up in a very religious household, and he like took them and like stomped on them. Like, you <laughs> okay, side note, side note. Have you ever seen those sketches on YouTube? Like, I'm, I'm okay. The the main one that is usually seen is uh that family at Thanksgiving. Where, and a new uh, on, he, flips, he flips the table. Yeah, he flips the table. Over. <laughs> yeah. So there's another one where apparently he was playing video games, but he wouldn't mow the lawn, and his dad <laughs> drove, took his Xbox, threw it on the lawn. And then took all his games too, threw those on top of the Xbox, and then drove the lawnmower over the Xbox and the games and shit. And like the dude was freaking out, flipping out, and shit. <laughs> like, it was crazy. Oh, no, that's yo. I, I don't. Like, the thing is, like, if I saw that, I wouldn't think it was a skit. I'd like white families are just. There's so much like untapped. It's just untapped rage in that family. <laughs> also, you could sell those things. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you can. <laughs> you can sell right. all that shit. Right. And, so, and it's like, it's like you probably paid for it and paid all that money for those. You're just going to destroy them. Yeah. Like, and also, you got to pick that up out the lawn. Right. You fuck up your whole lawn. Your neighbors are all judging you because now your lawn is like brown in weird spots. Be, everyone's looking at you. Everyone's looking at your house. Like your neighbor's dog is sick because they ate the cover. Yeah. Yeah. Two K cover. Now the neighbor's dog is dead <laughs> because you wanted to show Jim. Yeah, you wanted to show you wanted to show, you wanted to show your son who's boss. <laughs> well, wanted to prove a point. Yeah, your neighbor's dog afraid. is done. You, you had a dog funeral right now because you couldn't resell a PlayStation. Yeah. All because deep down you're afraid of, you're afraid of your boss and you hate your wife. This is the only way. This, this is it. This is all you got. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm telling you, I used to, I used to, I used to live I used to live in the suburbs like white like I remember I lived in Wilmington, North Carolina, which you know it's which was one like you watched you all watched fucking Lovecraft Country at least for I watched the first episode or whatever like you know that scene in the first in the first episode where they show like the the white built the white diner yeah it's, Wilmington is like that that diner was just a city. <laughs> but you can feel like you can right. you, you you can feel like some shit went some shit really went down here. But anyway, I live in the suburbs over there, right? And yo, those fucking people, the amount of discomfort because there's so much deep seated like I can't like behind closed doors. No, like you could tell there's a lot of shit just going down. They're just angry, just full of like they all, everyone has guns just to have guns. Yeah, I mean they're yeah. fucking like. Everyone's mo- their lawns are fucking manicured. Fucking teenage sons are all smoking weed on the roof. <laughs> just fucking paint like kids are just shooting out, shooting out bus bus windows just to do it. Just crazy anger. It's just okay. so much rage, and it's like they're just so repressed. They have nothing. Yeah, so. it's. I I actually grew up in the suburbs, and uh, yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah, you feel you, you feel that shit. And then like then then you're like the nigga there, and it's like niggas in the suburbs. Like if you like if you have another black friend in the suburbs, you guys you're cool. You're like you're fine. You're just like all right, it's whatever. Yeah, but and, and see the thing is, my black friends they lived on the other side of town, so yeah. it wasn't just like oh I'm a black friend right here. Like no, yeah. like we had to actually schedule and like to meet up because I was obviously I was younger. So like, I didn't have a car and, you know, I wasn't able to freely go visit them, but I saw them often enough that, you know, I could say, Hey, you know, these were my friends in, yeah. in this particular suburb, but yeah, it's there's like you said, a lot of untapped rage with that demographic. Untapped rage, selling drugs for the fun of it. <laughs> The rush, <laughs> just, just, just the rush. Yeah. <laughs> like you think about this shit. Like every time you ever watch like a white movie or whatever, and they go to talk to the drug dealer, he's always like super crazy and like something's up. We're like, all right, we're gonna go to his house. He has like a snake or some shit. But like every like nigga, every nigga I know that sells drugs has always been cool as shit. <laughs> like all I think about is Project X now. Like, remember? Yes. Have you seen? Have you guys seen Project no, X? I haven't. No. I haven't. Oh, dude. Break it down. Okay. Break it down. So there's a crazy. Okay, so pretty much Project X is. Um, I don't know if you know the premise behind the movie, but it's just uh. about a a big ass house party. Yeah. And essentially, they have to prepare for this house party. So mm-hmm. you know they're going through the motions, doing everything. Well, he said. So one of the main characters says, hey, let's go visit the drug dealer. And I think they, they were just trying to get some weed or something, you know, yeah. regular stuff. Well, one of the main characters decides, hey, I'm going to steal this lawn gnome that this drug dealer has. <laughs> the drug dealer went crazy. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> I mean, he came out. He came out that house cooking. Came around that corner looking for that gnome. I mean, he had a gun. They ended up running him over. Long story short, there were a bunch of X pills and E pills in in this lawn gnome. Uh. And they got bust open at the party. And then everyone took them. And then this dude showed. 
Are you guys? Do you guys want to? Are you guys gonna like maybe watch that? Movie no, I'm probably, probably, I'm probably, I'm probably not. Okay, I'm probably, I'm not gonna watch this dude it. shows up with. <laughs> he shows up with a flamethrower. Looking for his ex that everyone has took. Like it's it's crazy. That that movie's insane, man. But apparently, it's based off a true story. So I don't know. Of course, because white drug dealers are fucking insane. All of them are fucking. I knew a kid back when I lived. I lived in Framingham, Massachusetts. Right, I went to college out there. Oh, and- oh okay. I, okay. Just side note: I went to uh, I went to college in Springfield, and we played against the college in Framingham. So right, I know so, exactly what. Yeah. Right, so, so you know. So, so you know. So you know the vibes. And I, yeah. I, I, knew, I knew this. I knew this one kid that like one white dude sold drugs and his whole aura was just like he was trying to be cool like he had like you know the baggy jerseys and the authentic like he was dressing like a nigga you know what i mean he had like the versace says and shit but like he just had so much rage he was cool and me and him were cool because he's like he needed a black friend but he had so much rage that there's a day that like he just loved crime we were sitting in my apartment we're smoking a blunt and he looks and he's like yo Tawanda, is that a color printer and i was like that's a color printer he's like oh you can make fake bills with that. And I was like, nigga, what? <laughs> <laughs> you want to make counterfeit money? <laughs> the only thing keeping him from doing it this whole time was having a printer. Having a printer? And I was like, bro, that's great. <laughs> so, all right. So, now this, this, is, this is where shit gets, like, kind of dicey. This, is where the shit gets, this summer, shit gets crazy. I don't know. I, I'm not, like... So, there's a house that I used to hang out with. I used to, I used to like, I used to, like... When I went to school in Framingham, I had like some black friends, I had some nigga friends, and I had like some some super white bro friends. I was like the token black friend there because they would just buy me all. They just buy me shit. They would just give me shit all the time. I got couches, TVs, whatever. So I was just so I was interning there or whatever, right? So like I would chill with them at this one house, and then one day the house just burnt down. The house just burnt down. And I'm like, oh shit, what the wait, wait, the house burned down. And I found out was because two people, I'm not gonna say who, but I remember I'm in I'm in my I'm in my apartment at like 10 in the morning. I get a knock at the door, and two people just walk in and they stare at me and they're just like, yo, did you hear what happened? I'm like, what? He's like, yo, the house burnt down. I'm like, what? They're like, yeah. And then one of them pulls out like a burn salve and starts flaming like that burns all this is covered in burns. I'm just like, Wait, how'd you get those burns? And he was like poison ivy. And I was like, oh no. See, white drug dealers are arsonists. <laughs> I've never met a one nigga who's like, I sell weed. They're always like, yo, let's just play 2K and kick like, eye, right, bro. Bat and you dap the nigga and you leave. You know you what it the- is? You know, you know, we know what it is. You dap the nigga, I, you show you show his I, love. Because if you're white, you don't you're not constantly being hunted. So you're not looking, you're not doing things that are keeping you from being caught. It's just like, no one's expecting me. So of course I'm going to fill a a lawn gnome with X and leave it outside. (laughs) I could just burn down this house when I'm done. Yeah, no, it was was crazy. It got crazy because like that house burnt down. The same night that house burnt down, there were two cars in the parking lot of this apartment complex that that had like rags in the gas tank. Oh my god! So niggas was trying, like, so I'm like, like was what? Doing it different out there, but it's what but niggas, and niggas was just selling weed. I'm like, bro, come on now, dog. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. So like, it's like, it's like, what, what kind of force are y'all using? Disproportionate. 
Like, it, the, I don't understand why y'all are finna blow up out here finna blow up sobs. Yeah, <laughs> blowing up, trying to blow up a four. It was a forerunner. It was a fucking red forerunner. I remember, like it was yesterday. I'm like, damn. How much weed are you selling that you have to erase the whole block? Then, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, what was but the funny part was when the cops came because the cops came eventually because you know a house fucking burned down. When the mm-hmm. cops came, everyone everyone got picked. When everyone got picked up, everybody had family lawyers. Wow. And then yeah. one person one person got arrested again made the news found out not only does he have family lawyers his parents were both lawyers well and it's just like that white white drug leaders are doing it for, they're doing it because they know it's bad that's the thing because a lot of niggas is like i'm selling drugs because like, i have i have no money i gotta mm-hmm. make money these things like i'm doing it because i know it's bad and it's fun yeah. and they just get caught being the bad guy so it's like no no because that's why i don't the suburbs nigga, i, I can't do that shit it's 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 everything is is it's different out there. It's flipped on its head, and dudes from the suburbs be like, "Oh, no, I want to be from. I want to go to the hood." No, you don't. You don't. No, you don't, bro. You just you're not. You're not hood. You're not please hood don't at all. Don't pretend that you're hood. Live. Please live your sheltered suburban life. Yeah, yo, you ever heard? Have you ever heard one good song from a white drug dealer? <laughs> no, it's no. Every every time I hear a, a, a song from a good white person, it's a, them being just a white person, just yes. being, being white. Yes, <laughs> Jack, Jack Harlow. I love him. I like Jack Harlow because he's just a white. Yeah, a cool yeah. White he's, you know, he's cool. He's just cool with it. Like, white, like yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say. He's Mac Miller status, but no, he's not. He's not. He's on his on his way. Like. On his way, yeah. But think about white dr- white dudes that rap about selling drugs. The only, one I can, the only one I can think of is Stitches from Florida, and that's the dude who tattooed Stitches on his mouth and has tons of face tattoos. Has mad guns in the video. All, all right, but it's just um, like. It's just because white. I think white drug dealer rap does not there's, work. Now, now I will say there's there's not too many white rappers that I'm interested in. Um, but I will say, uh, have you? I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Apathy. Nah, um, that's a good white rapper name. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he, he's actually from Connecticut. He's from my home state. Um, out there, I think, man, I think this man is from Willimantic. He's like, he's like, he's like, oh, oh shit. Yo, this, yeah. yo, there's, so, there's so much heroin out there, bro. I'm not, I'm not, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't know why I'm laughing, but I remember watching Dateline in like 97, like Willow Man in Connecticut, full of dope. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh <my> so. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, he's uh, he he's actually got some pretty decent songs. So I listen listen to Apathy. Yeah. Yo, who's the other white rapper from from? Is another white rapper from Connecticut. He came out like ten years ago. I want to say you are thinking of Chris Webby. Yes, Chris Webby, bro. I like I fucked I fucked with Chris Webby. Bro. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah I was listening to Chris Webby for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Chris Webby, Chris Webby was cool. Now. I have a couple like they're white rappers I like. And I'm embarrassed. Like I'm a G Easy fan. I'm sorry. I like I like I like Gerald, bro. Because he's just a white dude. <laughs> he's just a, he's just a white dude. He's a white dude in black spaces. Like hey, hey man, I'm in. I'm the only white dude in the video. It's okay. It's cool. 
I'm not going to try to be anything I'm not. And that's that. I like Machine Gun Kelly just because he dissed Eminem and it was great. Hmm. He makes pop punk now. I don't know. So I'm like, kind of mad. I, don't know about if, that. I, I, I think I, I'm, I, I'm not going to say I haven't heard a Machine Gun Kelly song, but I've never actually gone out of my way to type Machine Gun Kelly into the search bar. <laughs> You put it on, you just, just type in MGK, baby. That's all you gotta do. But yo, play this though, play Rap Devil real quick. That was my shit. Cause he called out Eminem in the best way. It was just like, bro, you're just old. Nobody cares anymore. You rap off beat. Like he was just, he just dissed the shit out of him. <laughs> Damn. He, 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 yo, I listened to this. I was like, oh my God. Cause I, I, for a while, I hated him for a while. He was signed to Diddy. He fucked Amber Rose. Like, why should I support anything you do, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, weird. Like, weird. weird. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh my god, I that know. was. I just, I never really heard his music until uh, until maybe what, two or three years ago. I think, I think he was on like a he was on a video game on a video game soundtrack. Maybe I want to say Madden. See him on a, I can see him on a Madden soundtrack. I want to say he was on a song on Madden or something. I was like, oh, okay. Okay, he can rap. Okay. I feel like he would have been better if Tony Hawk Pro Skater was still good. He would have fit in perfect Ooh, on that soundtrack. Th- those yeah. sound. How do we not talk about yeah. those soundtracks, bro? Tony Hawk. Oh, man. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Whoo. They actually gave me a... They put me on Rage. Yeah. That's how I found out about Rage Against the Machine was Tony Hawk Pro Skater. A gorilla radio? I, I would have yeah, never found out radio. about that. Turn to shit. <laughs> Yo, those like I would have I would have never known about uh uh Battle for Los Angeles if I had heard Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah, exactly. Tony Hawk Pro Skater had all it had all the bobs for like it had all the shit. Dave Mirror, the Dave Mirror BMX. Yo, that soundtrack was that's how I found out about fucking what you call it. Uh what's their name? Uh the every white dude loves every white stoner loves this group. Sublime. Yes, Sublime. Yeah. That is, uh, you say Sublime to white people. Like, uh, yeah, because because yeah. it's the truth. Yeah, you know, yeah, you you from you from the suburbs because you know you know you know niggas <laughs> love Sublime, bro. Bro, you want to hear the Sublime cover of Bob Marley? It's so good. <laughs> it's better than the original. I think. I do. Oh it's God. more soul, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, how they, you know that's, that's what happens. Yo, you ever hear a white cover that sounds that, that actually goes hard and you're just like mad at yourself? You're actually mad at it? A white cover of a rap song or a, a song in general. Okay. okay that's actually okay, better okay. than the original. Okay. I'll, all right. Okay. I, I won't say it's better than the original, but I really like it a lot. Um, I think it is a. It is a violin cover of Bodak Yellow by a white guy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. It's What's fire. <laughs> it's fire. Like, yo, so, yo, like yo. what? Somebody, somebody, somebody got, somebody got to share a screen because we have, we have to, we have to watch this shit. Who, uh, who's it by? Uh, Josh Vietti, V I E T T I. Oh man. Also, dude, shout, shout out to just being cool. This this podcast, we're like, we're just we're just moving and grooving. I'm, I'm loving, I'm loving this shit. This this is about to be like one of those Joe Rogan two hour joints. I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> so like, but yeah, talking about white covers, white. After that, we gotta play. 
We gotta give we gotta give props to Alien Ant Farm for smooth. Oh, out. for sure. Cause they that that is honestly the best rock cover that I've heard my, myself. Yeah, that shit was. I remember that came out. We were all just like, "What?" Mm-hmm. And they were. Then they and the, the whole time they just played homage to fucking. We just had it. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we did. We just had it. Yeah, there we go. There you go. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> Let's see what else got to this guy's. I'm telling you, dude. He was. Uh. 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 Yeah, I'm telling you, bro. I heard this shit in the car. Yo, I got hype. I was like, yo, this shit is fire. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I like it because it's just like. He's letting the song just like he's like he's doing his he's doing his own thing with it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it's always yeah. tough when people try and like play the the rap lyrics on the instrument. Yeah, it's right. Do that. It's do that. Yeah, no, just yeah, just interpret it in your own and you know keep because like he, he followed it enough to where it's like oh wow okay yeah mm. yeah he went in man. I like I like I like that shit. I like I just like when people are creative about how they do shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't matter. Like because like the 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 common thing with good covers is like you put some artistry to this. You didn't just do the bare minimum. Like remember back in 2010, there was that fucking play. It was like a it was like an epidemic where it was just like white women remixing popular rap songs doing like a pop version of them oh yeah to break out the ukulele about, yeah. and yeah it's like these bitches love so- like, they sing love so <laughs> it's like yo shut up <laughs> and then what, ha- what happened with all of them is like they do like a cover they get like 10 million views then they get signed to atlantic or some bullshit right go on some shitty tour where they just do covers then when it's time to do an actual song they don't have any good context they know how to create anything and then they just fucking disappear yeah wow hmm <laughs> so you, you just you just described so many people over that like five to ten year period like it doesn't even it's it's scary it, yeah because that because that's what fucking happens and that's what that's what sucks bro these record these record deals and shit maybe i'm listening to dame dash too much but what, I've, <laughs> what, I've, what I've gotten out of it is just like you sign a deal and then when you sign a deal everyone fucks with you everyone loves you and like you're you're building your album and shit why are you building your album and shit you're paying for everything. You don't realize you're paying for all this shit. Then when your buzz dies, it's like, okay, but you still owe us a bunch of money. So you can't right. get any of the money. So any money you make off the album goes to the rest of the deal and shit. You got to make more shit, but they don't give you any more money to make more shit. So now you're just stuck. Mm-hmm. And that's why somebody, I saw, I saw it. Like I saw a couple of these fucking little white girls who do like acoustic covers or whatever. They'd go out, do the shit. Then they would start, then they'd start flopping and they'd take some of their money and just get mad surgery, have these crazy ass bodies. And they just do club appearances and shit, and that was it. Or like fuck a rapper, and that was then they were done. It's it's just so many ways now that you can come up, and I mean, hey, if that's how you came up, that's how you came up. Like I can't knock that you figured out how to come up. Oh, but then yeah. it's like it's like should that come up have been allowed? I guess am I? I guess I'm trying to say like like you got signed 
to a record label by covering a bunch of other people's stuff. So you, we weren't able to see what type of creative content and capacity you have. So now you've been signed to this deal and it's like, how are you going to pretty much honor this deal? Because you aren't, you aren't capable of doing this. You you just covered a bunch of other people's songs. Yeah, exactly. You didn't. You weren't doing shit. That's what. That's what be happening. Even just like, I've seen it happen too with like rappers who like freestyle over other niggas' shit. They're so good at freestyle, making up this freestyle, they can't make songs like that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you end up doing like the Jordan Lucas thing, which he was because Jordan Lee, Jordan Lucas, Massachusetts, you know, Worcester. Shout out to Nick. Was that's mm-hmm. a Worcester nigga right there? <laughs> but like Jordan Lucas. And he was like, everyone was like, yo, this dude can rap. He can rap. Then his first single was I'm not racist, which was just him being racist. And then it was like, man, that's the song. And then like, but, but he gained so much, but some people love that shit. So now it's like, when he drops shit, it's, he's going to sell it a little bit, but I don't like, I mean, he he's got, he, I, I, I think I understand what you're saying. Like he's got so much. I, I, I mean, if we really want to call it what it is, infamy. Yeah, that it's someone is it's someone's gonna click on it. It's, someone's gonna tap in, and whoever may like it and purchase. So I get it. Yeah, but I think he people- had done he had done a couple um, like his visuals is what at least for me always seemed to get people on board. He yeah. would do these crazy videos for his songs, and he's like a storyteller in his music, so the videos would kind of match that. And then, yeah. and then he made "I'm Not Racist." <laughs> yeah, I know that "I'm Not Racist" was the biggest fucking letdown. My God, because in in Massachusetts, boy, yo, when Jordan Lucas was out, we were like, "Yo, we got Jordan." Because I mean, it was like it was all this buzz and shit. That I'm not racist, draw, and you saw every white person you ever met be like, "You don't listen to hip hop," but this song really resonated yeah. with me. And they're sharing the video, and you're just like, "Oh my God, this nigga." And then, yeah. and then he, then he did the songs Eminem, and then he was done. And now he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Ah <laughs> uh, man, I just don't. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say this. It's gonna come back to haunt me at some point. But I just don't like when rap is made for white people. Like you know the, what I'm saying? The original consumption, I I feel like it was not for them. Yeah, like it my, wasn't the 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 not even the consumption, the subject material. Yeah, was not of it was not of whiteness. It was not didn't pertain to how they lived their life. Exactly. So it, when now when you say oh this song really resonated with me or whatever, like it's not supposed to. I'm like no, like. It's not yeah, <laughs> no. It's like, and I, it's, I'm not saying don't enjoy it, but it's just like, like when I listen to Blink 182 and shit, right? I'm not saying here, th- thinking that he's talking. I don't want to hear him rap sing to me about the shit. I want to just, I want, I want to get, I want, I want to be lost in their world and shit. Like, right? Okay, yeah, I, yeah, I get it exactly. Yeah, right. You don't right. hear pop punk about you don't hear pop punk about nigga shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Tell me why the co- why are the cops chasing me? I'm just my white cap has a rip in it. Yeah. I need a new two rag. <laughs> Shut the fuck Wait, up! No, man, no, 
man. We, you That's might have like, to, you might have to like expand on that because I, I kind of fucked with that a little bit. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's just. <laughs> yeah, where, 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 I ain't even gonna front. I kind of <laughs> fucked with that a little bit. And I'm out of lotion. Exactly. I don't. <laughs> oh, Cocoa wow. butter Monday. <laughs> 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 Okay. okay. Oh shit! It might be. It might be fine. It might okay. be fine. Wait, did we just form a band? I think yeah, we, we did. We, we no, I think. I think. It, I think. I think we just we figured out the key. We figured out the key. It's you just you just have to make it because that was because that is because that was that same tone. Like we're stressed out over little shit. Like, damn, like, <laughs> like no. Imagine imagine that day your do rag has a tear in it. You have no lotion. Oh oh my <laughs> god! And you have a date that night. Like, what do you do, bro? What do you do? You write yeah. a song called Ash Wednesday and keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> if there was a pop punk about a pop punk song about being ashy. Oh. Oh my god. That would <laughs> that would do I would love that shit forever. <laughs> but oh my god. I think the closest thing that we got to like a pop punk kind of sound, like Lil Uzi Vert is very pop punk. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I can agree with for that. For sure. He's so pop punk. And like once I stopped seeing him as like a rapper and like a pop punk act, like they he's still he's still a rapper very much. But I started seeing the pop punk the elements more and shit. I'm like, oh, this motherfucker is doing something so special that we've never seen before. He's creating a new genre. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because like uh what's that song? Uh Exo was it Exo Exo Tour Life? Yes. Yeah, you could easily is... have Green Day performance. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a no, there's, there's a there's a cover of that song. There's a white cover of that song. Let me see if I can find it. I'll share the screen here. Now the cover is good, but the problem is in the video, you're just like, well, why do they all have Hennessy and guns? Oh. Uh. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, you just like wait, what's the f-? all right? Let me see. I had to make sure that all my shit's straight because you know, it's weird when you share your screen. It's like, oh shit, he was watching. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's why I'm not gonna lie. That's why I had it up early, and I was like, wait, let me uh, take this down and just make sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Like, I don't know why. I mean, but at the same time, like, guns in Hennessy are cool. So I'm like, I feel, I, I feel very conflicted about this because you want to see, you everyone wants to see some Hennessy from time to time, bro. <laughs> You want to see a gun holding holding the gun is so cool. It really is. It's still it's the it's the shit. All right. I don't know why he's holding it like that. (laughs) Uh, Did you click uh, share sound? I didn't get. Hold up. No. Okay, I gotta pause here. Hold up. Why is it not pausing? There we go. Sorry about that. I didn't share the sound. Uh, share computer sound. All right, y'all see it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You hear it now? Yeah.
Yeah. The guns is just like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's a turn somewhere. I'm not trying it. There's a part they, they add. They add some like, some hard portion. Yeah. So the video is like unnecessary. The song is so good. That is yeah, not just like that's where you're like, like, this, this part, I think it's All these haters wanna take my cater. Yeah, it's kind of going in, okay. Yeah, Gabriel, that part is so dope. It's a good song. It's a good song, and that that growling shit they do, that weird like demonic roar shit. I don't know how they do that shit, but like it always impresses me. That that shit always impresses the fuck out of me. Tear my vocal cords are shred. I don't even know how to like. How do you warm up for that? I'm just working on skills. Sound like you're getting choked out on the ludicrous. Some of you heard that. Like hold on, hold on, hold on. Same thing. <laughs> but that's the, that again i'm just like yo imagine being like some suburban white mom you know what i'm saying and your kids like I, i'm in a band and you just hear him doing that shit like what are you right and then you see his video with all these black people that he's never brought to the house before yeah exactly like who, who <laughs> Hennessy and guns yeah it's like no and they always like because i hear them talking mean like yeah me and my our parents me and my parents don't get along like that like they keep me out the house yeah because you sound like a fucking demon <laughs> you literally sound like a demon <laughs> you're you're like you are in the house literally like you're not not even ground you're roaring you're that's not something you see somebody roar <laughs> it really though like and it's like okay <laughs> at some point you can't keep that in the garage you can't like, like you go like people in the house are gonna hear that yeah <laughs> You can't, no, you can't roar in immigrant. You can't, you can't soundproof for a roar. That shit go yeah. carry. No, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't roar in like an immigrant. Like, yo, Nick, could you imagine roaring in a Jamaican house? Like, what's your, no. what's your, your dad's telling you? Stop all that damn noise. What's wrong with you? You want to be an animal? Go outside. <laughs> but dad, this is my music. <laughs> The only oh, Jamaican man. that could get away with that in the house is Busta Rhymes. Nobody else. Oh, no. 
I forgot Buster House was roaring, bro. <laughs> the, wow. nigga really, the nigga really did say raw, raw, like a dungeon <laughs> dragon. Wow. He really was. Wow. I feel like Buster Rhymes doesn't get the credit he deserves. He doesn't. No. At all. He's very, uh, he's a pioneer, if you ask me. Yeah, pioneer. Also, also we were talking about we were talking about ludicrous with all that shit, the videos and stuff. Buster was doing that shit. Yeah, first. I was gonna say yeah. Buster was Buster was on the videos very early, like bro. And on top of that, Buster, we talked about cartoony and shit. Buster was literally on the Rugrats soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> he was in like he was at he was at the Nick Choice Awards like every year for like three or four years. That's true. Wow, Buster was like a and it's like. It's crazy to think that little kids, little white kids listening to Eminem and not like a nigga like Buster Rhymes, who's like, Buster Rhymes literally going to the children, being like, yo, I am accessible. Yeah, I'm here for you, bro. And they're like, no, let's listen to Eminem. He just feels safer. And then Eminem is like, yeah, I'll fuck my mom. And it's like, that's why I see why. That's why I get why. This is wild, man. Eminem, to me, started making more sense when I realized he hates white people, too. (laughs) <laughs> he doesn't like he because he the move all the music was so angry because he was just like you people bought this shit like i have all these super talented fucking friends that can do all this shit but you're buying me because i'm white all right fine i'm gonna say the worst shit i fucking can. <laughs> yeah he was saying some out i mean off the wall type shit man yo one of my favorite but also he wasn't really he wasn't rapping to white people. he was rapping to black people remember one song he said i drink more liquor to fuck you up quicker than you'd want to fuck me up for saying the word and that was the bar like wow. who's he talking he's, he's, yeah, he's talking he's talking to the niggas also he all of his feature like, every song time he's featured on a song it was always some nigga shit he's on jay-z's album He's doing shit with Dr. Dre. Like he never did anything with the pop, the pop world. Right. What, what yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I can't. Yeah, I can't think of any pop songs with Eminem. That's on. true. I never thought about that. He's only had like one white. Oh, Di- he had a song with Dido. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I was thinking the one. other way, like him featuring on somebody yeah. else. Oh yeah, but uh, some him, him featured on him. When's Eminem ever done a feature on a white person's song? Not that I can think of. He's featured on a lot of shit, but never been on like a white. He's never done like a white feature. So shout out to Eminem, bro. You you held it down. You're not just you're not you didn't Eminem didn't use the culture. Eminem just was like was a part of it. Made Eight Mile. Eight Mile. He was only, he's like one of the only white people in the movie. Got beat up by niggas a lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> Cause he was dumb. he was so dumb in that movie, bro. Yeah, he was very. Uh, he got mad that his friend. He got mad that his friend fucked the girl that he fucked at his job. <laughs> like that bitch fucked you. That bitch she fucked you the second night she met you at your job, and you work in you work in a, in a what's factory. You know, you work in a factory. She fucked a you there, factory. and you got mad that your friend fucked her in a studio. Like, bro, you know what type of girl she is. Don't don't shame her and get mad at you, nigga. Like, bro, just accept that shit. But all right, I'm getting on, going on diatribes. That, that tells me it's kind of time to get to the last segment, the final segment, and that is where we discuss one of something that's going on in my life, and you give me a song for that. All right, all right. Here we go. Let me think real quick. What's something going on in my life that I need help with? Um. Oh, I'm gonna say this. Well. 
I've been noticing, like, you know, we've all been noticing the year is coming to a close. And I'm hearing Christmas music and shit. And it's all kind of scaring me. You know what I'm saying? Like, the fact that December is right there. It's really scary. And it's like, I'm trying to figure out why it's so scary. Because this year has been hell hellacious for all of us. But just something about, like, time moving. I'm really afraid that of I don't know what. And I'm trying to figure out, like, how to come to the conclusion. Like, I'm afraid of this. I'm afraid. Like, there's things that, like, I can think, oh, I'm afraid of this. I'm afraid of that. But I'm even, like, afraid to, like, vocalize. Like, I think if I had to pick out, like, oh, I'm afraid this year ending because this year ending means that, like, this is another year just me being single and alone. That's one thing I'm afraid of. I'm afraid that this year ending is just another year of me not being successful. And I'm hoping that I can salvage all that in the next couple of months, next, next, like, six weeks. So... What song do you have to help me like recognize the fear and deal with the fear? Um so this is actually very in-depth, and I'm trying to think of a song that really would speak to you, but also kind of uplift you because it sounds like that's what you need like you need to be uplifted because <clears throat> you have all this worry and this doubt about what's going to happen um and you know what so <laughs> it's funny it's that i guess it's coming full circle we were talking about gospel earlier all right um and uh there is a song by Hezekiah Walker called I'll Make It. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. First gospel song <laughs> played on this podcast. Yeah. So pretty much, yeah, that's it, it's like I, when I, when I'm, me personally, when I feel down or when I feel like I don't know what to, I listen to that song and it's just, I'm, I'm going to make it. Like I will make it. Hmm. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, man. Um, I uh, yeah, man. Hezekiah Walker. That, that did you did you watch that versus battle with him and uh, oh, yeah. with Fred Hammond and uh, it was Fred. It was Fred Kirk Hammond. Franklin. Fred. It was Fred Hammond and Kirk Franklin. But there was one with Hezekiah Walker and somebody else had a battle too. Really? Uh, John P. Key, I think it was. Yes, what? yes. John P. Key and Hezekiah Walker had a battle, and oh, it was great. They played some really good songs. Mm. Um, and uh, and it was it was that was just a time. And those those battles really during that first couple months of quarantine. Those were just those were really needed, and uh, oh, yeah. I was really excited to be a part of those and witness those. And, oh, that was fun as shit, bro. And, oh yeah, like just but going back and forth between the Instagram room and then the timeline. Like, oh yeah, I love that. And the jokes, it was great, man. It was a really good time. Yo, remember when Nelly was just drunk, just like <laughs> <laughs> and Ludacris, Ludacris was trying. Ludacris was just like, I'm trying so hard to keep this close. But Ludacris, Ludacris sat there and played so much music 
Yo, while he was waiting for Nelly to get his shit together. Yo, remember when Ludacris played that one song and that? Oh yeah, song, yeah. Like, I don't like, why would you play this? Yo, what, what, what was it? Something about is it R. Kelly in the first line? Something. Yeah, it's like yo, of all the unreleased music you could have chosen to play, you play something with R. Kelly in the first line. We were like, what's wrong with you? We were right. all, yeah, all, the, all the comments were just like, no, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> and he was vibing too. He was like, yeah, this shit's yeah. hot. And like, <laughs> but then he started beating Nelly's ass, and it was like, that was the worst loss I've seen all, of, of all the verses. Yeah. Because he was like casual. Worse than yeah. Teddy Riley? Oh, Teddy yeah. Riley. Te- I mean, like, yeah. that was bad, but Ludacris was just like, yeah. Because I feel like this. Teddy lost off. Te- uh, 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 Teddy lost off. Off, uh, off te- technical difficulties. Yeah, exactly. Too. True, that's true. And that's true. and Nelly just lost off straight music. He lost, mm-hmm. yeah, because Nelly couldn't, Nelly couldn't compete. He couldn't compete with yeah. anything. Because Ludacris was like, oh, I was on this song too. Oh, I also I did this. And everyone was like, you play, yeah. you, you yeah, play. Nelly was playing shit that he liked, it seemed. You're right? Yeah, exactly. yeah, Nelly started playing songs. <laughs> he played the other Garth Brooks and Nelly song. I was like, bro, you, how do you, this, you, know, you didn't even play over and Yo, over again. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny you said that because like you, we, we don't know the name. Just that we don't know the name. Played. The other. Uh, this other. is the song you did with Chris Gaines. <laughs> this is a different. Yeah. That was my favorite. Then watching DMX just be happy and alive was like, oh man, that was a good time too. And realizing also that Snoop Dogg, like Snoop Dogg, in his heart knew, like I could be, I could destroy this man right now if I wanted to. But no, I'm happy. I'm happy. My friends okay because Snoop mm-hmm. was playing hits. He was playing low key hits that were still like that, that like, were uh, 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 comparable. They're, yeah, you know, exactly. That, that, that you could debate over. He yeah, wasn't just he, coming straight off the gate throwing haymakers, nah. beating them down one after one. So I he just wanted it. he want and he want, he wanted he wanted DMX to like. I feel like he could, he could tell DMX didn't feel like D, like DMX feel like had like a little insecurity of just like I'm not the same X I used to be. And Snoop was like, Nah, I still love you for who you are. Mm-hmm. And so he, tried, he he was built he was building up X the entire time. Yeah, right. You know, I, yep, he was. So I, I, yeah, I would say energy wise, the best two verses were probably um, Snoop and DMX and uh, and the uh, the Jill was it Jill Scott and yeah, uh, no, Eric Badu, yeah, yeah, those okay. energy wise, those were the best ones. Yeah, really yeah. just gonna ignore uh, uh, Beanie Man and and uh, <laughs> uh, about to, about to kill. <laughs> about to kill. That, one, that one was crazy. <laughs> what? <laughs> That one, the the, yo, the cops came. Yo, they, they, it was so, that one was <laughs> that one was lit. That one was super lit. Honestly, that, isn't that the one that kind of set the precedent for sound? That was the one where yeah, they, that was one. That was the first time that they were both in the same room okay, performing. Yeah. And after that, it's like not nah, all of them got to be in the, in same, the same room. room yeah. And the one, well, I, I like the Jada Kiss Fab one too, just because Jada Kiss. I was watching. Cool. I was like, oh, Jada Kiss enjoys rapping he's ha- like jadakus was performing <laughs> fab was just like i'm fabulous and jadakus was like i still like to make me like it was mm-hmm. you could see in his energy he was drunk and he was happy he was like just doing his thing and then there was t-pain little john and t-pain Ooh. just felt i felt bad for t-pain because t-pain is just like yeah because t-pain like he he got hits like we not gonna say t-pain don't got hits but then you say Lil John is like a whole nother tier. Like yeah. it seems like he only has hits. That's all he got. <laughs> There's no Lil Son- yeah. Johnson we don't know. But it's also like T Pain the whole time. Lil John was just being like, "Yo, to, like Pain, 
you are an artist. I respect you. You can see in T Pain's eyes, like that's all you need to hear mm-hmm. because people don't respect mm-hmm. people don't respect Pain. Yeah, people no. do not respect T Pain no, at all. T Pain is and he is thir- Eddie was thirty six years old. What now? Right now he's thirty six. Yo, I sprung came out when he was like nineteen. Holy moly! Yeah, he was young when that came out. He was young as shit. Like I'm looking, I'm looking him up right now. T Pain is like that's a young man. T Pain was super young, super talented. He's born, he's born in 1985. He's 35. Wow, 35 years old can actually sing. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I think that's why people disrespect him so much because they literally think he can only sing on auto tune. But no, that man can actually sing. And even if he could only sing with auto tune, he's still producing all that stuff. Right. So. I mean, yeah, yeah the auto tune yeah. was just another instrument that he was using. He has a he had a um producer series on YouTube. I recommend if you haven't seen it yet, definitely check it out. It's just like I forget what it's called, but it's just T Pain and Red Bull. He'd bring producers on and he'd have them make a beat while he was there. And it's kind of oh, like wow. watching like it's, it's like watching like a chef show. But, oh, so what are you doing there? What are you doing there? Tell tell people what you're doing there. He's like, I, and he's like, they'd, he'd have them break it down in like the most simplest terms. He's just watching them. They're like, oh, let me just, I'll, I'll, get on, I'll get on piano real quick and just play something on piano super fast, but amazingly. And it's just like, he's just so musically inclined. He's like a genius. Mm. So he's one of those music geniuses that's just like, he doesn't get the respect he deserves because the industry, or I think he doesn't have that much of an ego. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. Because he, he really does seem like a very uh, grounded, humbled person. Yeah, because um, he has, a, cause, yeah, because he has, a, he has a very, because he has an old face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Like I love, no, I love, I love T Pain. I've seen, I've seen him live. I've watched him do an acoustic show for an hour and a half. It was great. But that is an old face nigga, bro. That nigga, that nigga looks like he's look. You, you're shocked. He looks thirty five now because he's looked thirty five since he was nineteen. That's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, because you said he's thirty-five now. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's not. Like, he's not. He's not. You know, he's not. A, he's not an ugly nigga. It's just that like he's just a. There's an old face. Yeah, time has passed through his uh, face region. Yeah, exactly. Sure. But like when he like when he turns fifty, you're gonna be like he's gonna he's a great looking fifty year old. I'm I guarantee you. You're like, damn, that nigga looks great at fifty because he's looked thirty. He's looked thirty five. Like, <laughs> he's been thirty five this whole time. He's like the he's like the nigga version of Jennifer Aniston, bro. Just old face, but like just consistent. <laughs> so that nigga, that nigga been. <laughs> Wait, I have a joke. I just don't know how to say it. <laughs> oh, let it go. Let, let it. Let it fly. 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 Like the nigga, the nigga, the nigga faces the average in nineteen and fifty. <laughs> <laughs> the average nineteen and fifty. <laughs> oh shit! Because he's like right in the middle, like he's thirty-five. <laughs> he's the average. Oh shit! Oh, I get it. He's the average. You get it, get it right. Your face is mathematical, bro. Duh. It was just the average. <laughs> oh man, man, you know I gotta. 
my roommate's trying to watch the movie right now, so we got we got cut this short. But yo, <laughs> Harry, man, thanks for doing the show, bro. No problem, man. I enjoyed myself, man. Of course, Anytime of course. You guys want to have me? Man. I'm down. Of course, bro. most most definitely. Like we're gonna like I'm, we're gonna do like a live show at some point soon. We have people just come in for like five ten minutes. So most definitely look out for that shit. We might have you back for that because this was just a fun conversation. This was a fun conversation. For real, for real. And, I enjoyed this. And I don't know when, but like, damn, when the world is open or whatever, you're ever in New York and shit. We do we do shows like in the garden sometimes. We have we have like little studios, yeah, studio space set up. So if you're ever in New York, Brooklyn area, want to do the show for real, for real, let us know. We got you, bro. All right, man, for real. I'll let you know. All right, right. And everyone else for tuning in. Thank you guys for tuning into the show. Hey, wait, 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 where can we find you online? Instagram, Twitter, all that. Um, shit. so I am most active on Twitter. Um, Great Twitter again, my at is uh Barky Bugs. It's just yes. B-A-R-K-Y-B-O-O-G-Z. Barky Bugs. That's where you can find me. Yes. All right. Excellent. Follow him there. Uh I'm Tawanda. Follow the follow the page TLR Pod on Instagram. It'd be great. Uh thank you guys for you know tuning in. Have a nice time. Have a nice day. Peace. What's up with you? What's going on? Let them know he'll prescribe you a song. Turn the volume up. I suggest you to run this live request. Welcome to Brain Machine Network.com.